0: Good morning. It's Thursday, July 1st, and we're uh, looking at uh, the Gospel of Mark 6, chapter 1 and 13, 2 Corinthians 12, 1 to 10, and Ezekiel 2, verse 1 to 5, as we kind of focus on what's going on here in these readings as well as, as uh, Independence Day, which is this uh, coming Sunday. So today, um, let's focus a little bit on Second Corinthians 12 which happens to be, by the way, the, the sermon text for this coming Sunday, for July 4th. So the Apostle Paul writes to the church of in Corinth, a church that is struggling with her own identity and, and f- full of eternal strife, arguments, galore. A church situated in the middle of one of the most notoriously sinful cities in all of recorded human history. The church is divided into fighting factions. It is riddled with sexual immorality, lawsuits, false doctrine, false teachers. And yet, God has not abandoned them. The truth of God's grace continues to be proclaimed. People continue to be fed with the body and the blood of Jesus at the altar. People continue to be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. It is amazing how the song of the church goes on, even in the midst of such challenging times. The Lord leaned heavily on Paul to to lead and guide the church and many others. Paul struggled with his past. He struggled with temptations and sins. He struggled with frustrations and hardships that I'm not even sure we can even imagine. And on top of all that, he had one struggle that literally never left his side. A thorn was given um, him in the flesh. A messenger of Satan to harass him, to keep him from becoming conceited. Paul begged the Lord to remove it, to relieve him of the suffering. Three times, Paul says, I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. How could God expect expect to use such a man to a task that they both know is impossible? The answer is clear in God's, God's answer to Paul's prayer. Paul writes, but he, God, said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. The future of the faith hung on by a thread. We talked about that yesterday. But God's grace would be enough to sustain her. And it did. And it still does. If Paul wrote these powerful words in response to the thorn in his flesh, whatever it was, and he says, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me for the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardship, persecutions, and calamities. But when I am weak, then I am strong. This summarizes is our history and our future God, as God's people, doesn't it? If you and I go back to the beginning, to the Garden of Eden, and read all the way through to the very last sentence of the book of Revelation, We see that our history, our future, are wrapped up in the grace and the provisions of God. We see that God, time and time again, has shown his strength and his power in the middle of human frailty and weakness. We don't have to look all the way through the history of the world to see it, though, do we? We can look at our own lives and our own history to see how graceful God is and how powerful he is in the midst of our weakness and failures. Pray with me, please, oh Lord God. Lord God, thank you. Thank you for loving me even in the midst of my weaknesses and my failures. Amen. Amen. We can look to God and realize that no matter how weak you are, how weak I am, no matter how many failures you have, how many failures you had, God still loves you. And by pouring His grace on you, He makes you powerful. Powerful enough to bless someone. So go do that today. Forget about all your failures. Forget about all your weakness. Just know that God has given you the power to go bless someone. Go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow as we wrap up this, this devotion.